How do you know a politician is lying? Their lips are moving. Like most jokes, it's 90% nonsense wrapped around a hard kernel of truth. Welcome back to Politics. I am joined once more by Johnny Langton and James Welder. Hello. Hey, let's go. So, what was that all about then, Johnny? It's a book by Adam McQueen. It's called Lies of a Land, and I'm going to talk us through it a little bit, what I found out and why I think that you should go out and buy it. The quote tells us that it's about politicians lying. You almost, almost certainly put this book down after reading it, convinced that that percentage, 90%, is at least slightly lower in reality. Another stat for you, what percentage, Ed, do you think of the public when asked if they trusted a politician to tell the truth said yes? Well, I think in the like 1960s or 50s, that would have been quite high, but now I'm going to say that really low, like 15% or something. Spot on. 15%. And that was in 2016. You didn't think ask me. Things... You didn't ask me how much I thought. Well, I'll come to you in a bit. 15%. 15%. <laughs> so, um, Johnny, is this quite pessimistic, this book then? Is this um, implying that all politicians are scoundrels? It's not. It's not implying that. And it is taking the the most famous and some of the lesser known political scandals. The subtitle is A Brief History of Political Dishonesty. So it goes through many different stories, particularly in Britain, but there's a little bit of America as well. It dissects the stories of the biggest political lies of the last half century. And with particular focus on like relationships between politicians and the media. Go on then, Johnny. Give us a couple of the best ones then. Give us a good couple of scandals from the book. Well, I should say, first of all, it was written by Adam McQueen, who is a Private Eye journalist, so you kind of know what to expect if you've read Private Eye. It's a satirical magazine, it's got a long history of being sued by flustered MPs, lords, business and media moguls, and there's plenty of those in here. Um, from Winston Churchill to Boris Johnson, Jeremy Thorpe, Geoffrey Archer, uh, there are lots of scandals, corruption, stuff like Brexit buses, foreign affairs... Uh, the Gulf War, the Falklands War, it's jam-packed full of them. But there's two which I'd like to just talk about as a bit of a taster. The first one is around an MP called Neil Hamilton. Do you know anything about him, Ed? He was a conservative politician, wasn't he? And there, there was a bit of a scandal, I remember that. Okay, what, what happened, John? So he became embroiled in a feud between two business moguls, one's called Mohammed Fayed, and the other's called Tiny Roland. Sorry, his name is Tiny Roland. That's his nickname. Oh, nickname, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so they were both very immoral, and as the um, as Adam McQueen describes, they were both big palm greasers, and they were um, feuding over control of a department store called House of Fraser, which had a flagship store, Harrods, and this was back in the 1980s. Fire bought it, so Roland spent or dedicated his entire life, and particularly his business empire, to expose Fire's dirty money. He'd use it, you, uh, he'd do this through his paper, The Observer. Fired in response, decided to go through Parliament, and he used Neil Hamilton at the time, and he still is, on the far right. One point, he was deeply critical of the BBC for um, holding a concert on behalf of the imprisoned Nelson Mandela. So this is how far right he was at the time. At this point, he's vice chair of the Tory party's trade and industri industry committee, so he's quite a, he's someone in a position of some influence. 
Okay. McQueen's not a fan of Neil Hamilton in the slightest. One point he says his bright coloured bow ties did not make him the bit of a character that he yearned to be. Something screams Michael Fabricans. I don't know about you. <laughs> so what happened was Hamilton signed up to consult for Ian Greer's associates. Quite a common job for an MP. One of Ian Greer's clients is fired. So Hamilton starts firing off questions in the Commons about the ownership of the Observer to try and get to Tiny Rowland on behalf of Fired. Oh, Tiny Rowland, yeah. what have you done? However, Rowland carries on producing story after story about Fired's business interest, and eventually he couldn't prevent House of Fraser purchase being investigated, so Fired was in trouble. Fired was busy stuffing Hamilton's pockets when the latter complained that Greer wasn't paying him enough. So he gave him Harrod's gift vouchers. He gave him and his wife, Christine, who's also got plenty of fame, uh, five nights at the Paris Ritz, all expenses paid for, which included a separate bill of £2,000 from one minibar. So they are living off... My type off, of minibar, that one, I say. <laughs> they are living <laughs> off fire. <laughs> Meanwhile, he keeps tabling questions. He's, he's sending increasingly desperate letters to inspectors over the House of Fraser. Um, investigation to no avail and eventually uh, inspectors basically catch up with Fired and they realise that he's been dishonest in representing the origins of his wealth and Hamilton kind of throws his old benefactor under the bus or at least starts to ignore him when he enters the cabinet. So as soon as he enters the cabinet he's happy to reject him Fired comes out with revenge what does he do? He goes to a paper to expose Hamilton and other Tory MPs. Can you guess which paper he went to? Daily Mail. Nope. The Sun? Nope. The Mirror? Nope. The Guardian? The Guardian. He went to The Guardian to expose him. And one quote from the journalist from The Guardian really sums this up. Peter Preston, the journalist in charge, he had to put on the biggest pair of kid gloves he could find and carry the, very, the longest spoon before dealing with the toxic fired. So they knew exactly what he was like, but they realised that the story would bring down or at least bring um, to expose certain members of parliament. So they were willing to deal with this, according to Adam McQueen's serial liar. So fired is basically using his own wrongdoings and lack of scruples to get at someone else to show that he was Absolutely. the same. Absolutely, yeah. Amazing. On the front page of The Guardian in, on the 20th of October 1994, um, Tory MPs were paid to plant questions, says Harrods chief. Hamilton is grilled relentlessly by um, people like Michael Hesseltine, who's in the cabinet at the time, and he eventually capitulates under the weight and he resigns when descriptions of Christine, his wife's shopping sprees, become clear. Um, she was buying paintings, garden furnitures, and sending the bills directly to the lobbyist that Hamilton claimed to not have a financial relationship with. So it was very easy to catch him out. He lost his seat in 97, and now... Which he's, was a landslide for the Labour Party. Of course. Now he's a leader of UKIP. Wow. Um, what a journey. And what that is journey. all in the book. That's all in the book. It sounds, it sounds a great read. Sounds so like remind us what it's called, Johnny. It is called Lies of the Land by Adam McQueen. Fantastic. Great book recommendation. I'm certainly going to read it. Thank you very much for listening. Yeah, You've been listening on, to Politics. Thank you.